Hey everyone, my name is Sumbul Siddiqui. And I'm Alana Mellon, and we are two new Cambridge City Councilors, and this is our sometimes lately weekly podcast, <laughs> Women Are Here. <laughs> it's been a long time. How is everybody? Did you miss us? I, I hope are you, you did. Are you like waiting for them to <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Hello, did you miss did us? Did you miss us? <laughs> well, I bet everyone thinks we're just taking some time off for summer and blowing off our podcasting because we're at the beach and taking it easy, but they would be so wrong. So wrong. Uh, we've had... Many, uh, many seven hours, uh, seven hour long committee and council meetings over the last month. And so we're going to try to keep you up to date. And keep it concise because it's been a lot. Yeah, we're going to a lot going on. There's so much going on. We'll keep it fun and hip, like, but we were not going to get it to everything. No, and I have to say that I also, in between the summer meeting and now, I had the norovirus. Oh, yeah, you did. So I've just been like so sick. Yeah. So we've had all these meetings, seven-hour meetings. Mm-hmm, I had some mm-hmm. horrible thing happen, oh, but we're gosh, back, yeah. and we're we're just so BBD. So we BBD, really are. broken, beaten. <laughs> no, 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 no. What it's is it? Broken. Yeah. Busted. Busted. Dejected. Dejected. Okay. Get it right. BBD. All right. First, any new shows? Yeah. So I uh, I finished Orange Is the New Black, and you know how I feel about ending shows. It's really hard for me. I still haven't gotten over Friends ending. <laughs> May 6, 2004. I think Orange is the New Black is the antithesis of Friends. Yeah. so it's like the exact opposite. I'm not that sad, but it was seven seasons. And so this was the last season. And it's kind of gone downhill. But this season had some very uh, just rough episodes to watch. And for those of you who watch, uh, and, th- you know, there's these characters and their stories. And you really you get invested. And mm-hmm. th- in this season, there there's a lot of ice mention oh uh, and so immigration custom and enforcement and it was hard to watch given in general it's hard to watch but what's happening now with last week and the raids yeah. in mississippi and there's a whole new thing today that came out with the public you know i don't know if you heard about it oh i've been locked in a room doing like work 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 all yeah. day it's been crazy <sighs> well i won't even talk okay, about it don't. here uh okay. but you know the shootings in el paso and ohio it's it's so hard to read about all of this. I know. And not be able to really do anything? I know. Well, yeah. I like mean, I, yeah. I can donate money to the, like, there's this, this fund set up to the, help those the kids. Races. Oh. Yeah. That, them and uh, there's a few um, other organizations in Mississippi. Uh, and so I did that, but I feel still pretty, a part of me wants to kind of, I'm, I am, I didn't tell you this, but I'm relearning my Spanish. Okay. And I am going to try to find some time to volunteer somewhere, legally, somewhere mm-hmm. um, on the border. Like that's a goal I have for like November, after November, mm-hmm. um, because I, yeah. So on that topic, I know because it's like we just sit around and wring our hands, and right. all, all of us, are. right, right. Uh, for for those immigration attorneys out there, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my you. God, you're doing God's y- work. You right. guys are the first responders, mm-hmm. really, and. Um, <sighs> And emo- it must be so emotionally exhausting. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. I know a few people who've had to quit, and yeah. they can't do it anymore. And uh, but so let's keep supporting our, you know, our organizations who are doing this They're amazing work. Lines. Yeah. Well, How about you? I'm also watching a super depressing show because I hate myself. Apparently, <laughs> it's called <laughs> Years and Years on HBO. I've never heard of it. Oh yeah. So it imagines life in the future and like this fast forward through a second Trump presidency mm. and the beginning of the Pence presidency. So there's nuclear attacks and a European refugee crisis and insane technology shifts. Um, while at the same time kind of following this family of four siblings as they have um, 
really like usual family drama, like husbands are cheating on wives and like the the typical stuff, but it's all happening in this backdrop of ins- like total insanity. Wow. Um, it's really depressing. But at this point, I think it's required watching to see what could happen if we don't all start really paying attention and doing something. Um, just last night, I saw on Twitter that this 105-year-old woman writes postcards to unregistered voters, urging them to register and vote. And I was like, this woman is a hero. <laughs> Such a loser. <laughs> I know. I saw that. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> she's like she's the hero none of us deserve right right so i mean i just feel like we all should be doing something and that show is really feel- making me like you said earlier like motivating me like okay what else can i do yeah yeah um because this we're in a like this crazy situation and imagining what will happen like seeing in real life on the show what right. would happen uh it's bananas is it a mini series or is it yeah a- so it's eight shows okay and they're all an hour long Okay. And they're but like I have to like, I can only watch one like every week, yeah. Because it's like it's, handmaids, yeah. I mean, handmaids. I'm at like every three weeks at this point. Yeah, like, same, I can't do same, it. Same, can't too do much. It. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we had a summer meeting. We had a summer meeting on the agenda. I don't know if anybody heard, but it was over 1,700 pages long, um, and it actually took so lo- long to upload to the the internet that we missed the meeting notice minimum of 48 hours. So it was supposed to be on a Monday night, but it took place on the following Tuesday night. Yeah, unheard of. <laughs> unheard of. I, I actually got the call, like, oh, we're canceling the meeting and we're scheduling it for the following night. I was like, I just wrote back, what? <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> so it was also maybe five gajillion degrees um, in the Sullivan Chamber that night. I've never been that hot. <laughs> and then the meeting was literally almost seven hours long. It was, it, we got out at midnight and midnight. then we both got up and we were like, is my back wet? <laughs> so, <laughs> are we soaked? Yeah. Soaked. It felt like that. So um, there were a lot of big topics of conversation. Um, one was a number of counselors put in amendments to the proposed affordable housing overlay um, that we are working through the ordinance committee hearing. So Councillor Carlone put in some, Councillor Zondervan put in some, and then myself and Mark McGovern um, put in some amendments, some of which married up and some of which were very different from each other. So um, those were all referred to the ordinance committee hearing that happened last Thursday. So we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, and then we had uh, something you and I had put in a 14 months ago. <laughs> 14 months ago. 14 months uh, ago. Yeah, on the Inman Square parking, parking pilot. Yeah, so it was uh, Sumble and I had been speaking with some Inman Square small business owners and talking to them about what some of their biggest issues were in, in doing business in Inman Square, um, especially with the construction coming up. And one of the things that they all said was it would be nice to have um, just a parking pass for one employee so that they're they all go out and and try to find parking places and buy parking places um and it's just a really tough way for them to do business and all their employees none of them live here in cambridge because it's so expensive so just having one parking pass like they do in actually somerville um would be very very helpful and we thought you know during the construction what a nice thing to do <laughs> to try to explore this as a pilot in inman square so after 14 months um, what we had asked for, Councillor Siddiqui and I had asked for a parking inventory and what it might look like um, to envision a parking pilot um, would look like. And what we got was a legal response telling us that essentially if we did that, the entire residential parking permit, permit program, program would be in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they cited a legal example. Yeah, they had a case which was from the 70s and Someone with a non-resident permit parked near Spring Street in East, East Cambridge and then sued. By the, by the courthouse. The courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, it was a $10 fine, right? Mm. And so 
but they use that to say we could be this could be opening up uh, us to some litigation and you know we all of us pushed back at the meeting and said first off you know we asked for a pilot not a legal opinion mm-hmm. uh, and i think it was also 14 months ago 14 months ago you could have just told it was us a two-page response and this this case was <laughs> it's like three two cases they, they had a they like copy and pasted an excerpt and i looked up the citation and it's a three-page case was like it? it's oh. so short mm-hmm. i mean and and anyway uh i feel I, i've said this too i mean we look at our public transportation mm-hmm. it's not reliable not really right mm-hmm. we have folks coming in from places that are not you know close by and so this is one thing that we wanted to do to potentially, and just a pilot to see if it could be feasible. Uh, Brooklyn's doing it, Somerville's doing it. There are f- places that right next to us. Adjacent to Adjacent. Us. And we, we, we were told no. We were told no, and then we pushed back and said we're returning this to the city manager to be worked on. Yeah. Um, because you know, one of the things I said at the meeting was, I'm actually not really clear where we are willing to be sued. Exactly. Because sometimes we are willing to be sued and we will like expend a lot of energy and resources and do that. But for something like this, we, uh, where is that line? Right. Something that would really benefit our small business owners. And, you know, I I was like, this is just like having a a guest pass. Like if you have a house or, you know, you're living in an apartment and you have a resident parking sticker, even if you don't, you can get a, a resident pass, like a parking pass. Because they were like, well, people will be coming in from other municipalities. And I was like, well, my mom mm-hmm. comes in every Tuesday <laughs> right, from right. Charlestown, and she parks in front of my house, and she has a, a pass. Yeah, I only have one pass. Right. It's not like I have 30 passes. Anyway, that was a fun one. I got a little heated. No, it's good that you did. I tried <laughs> to make a joke, but... Just, so. <laughs> no, I was really in the mood. No one it was, was pretty mood. hot. It was really hot. Uh, what else? Yeah, so then we talked about New Street, um, the, the overlay. The self-storage unit. Yeah, and we both, I think we both agreed on this. We, we So just to back up, yeah. um, the there's a zoning petition to do a, a self-storage overlay, essentially, on New Street to allow for self-storage units to be built. And then there's like a company that wants to put in this big, giant self-storage unit. Um, but then as a concession, um, they were going to put 20 units? Yeah, of housing. Of housing, um, sort of on the front of the apartment of the self-storage unit. And they there were other things, like there'd be a okay. green wall, there'd be a few other things. Uh, but I think the whole thing was, this is a huge, it's a huge, Well, we're, know, we haven't voted on this. We haven't voted, but it would, so. yeah, we haven't voted. We pushed it to a second uh, re- reading. So we, I think we both voted to move it to a second reading, Correct. but we voiced our concerns about the FAR of, of the space. Like right now, they could build a regular size storage unit. That's an allowed use. Mm-hmm. But it would not be financially feasible. Uh, feasible. Uh, and so we, we talked a little bit about that. You know, what they've done, they did work with Evolve. The uh, fitness center that is currently there. And you may remember if our, our longtime listeners, <laughs> uh, we did get a lot of emails about mm-hmm. saving Evolve. Uh, and so, you know, we understood, they went out and worked with, the owners of Evolve and try to make sure that they're still a part of it. The square footage is it's a much smaller gym. It's 2,500 square feet. So it's like the t- a typical urban gym space. Yeah. But yeah. it's much smaller than the, the current space. Right. And I guess that's what they said would work for them. Uh, so, yes, I think the, the the New Street folks, they did, the petitioners did go out and 
do their due diligence and, and work with people and you know they know housing is huge concern of, of ours uh, but at the end of the day I think there is a still question for some of us on whether or what not this that's looks a like. good mixed use that's a good use mixed mm-hmm. use yeah mm-hmm. so that happened what else so that's going to a, a second reading so we will um, that will be before the full city council um, in September and then oh we got a new petition speaking of zoning petitions up zoning petitions from the Cambridge side gallery and New England development folks so um, that's the first street corridor and the original petition had a pretty big tower on the corner where like what's that PF Chang's right now yeah right on the Memorial Drive Land Boulevard um, and so that died, and they are refiling. They have refiled the petition now, and um, so we will be, we will be hearing that in the ordinance committee. So that came before us, and that and just to finish that yeah. first petition, when we had discussed it, all of us pushed back on we wanted more housing, more housing, less and, height. Yeah, and we both wanted a, we wanted some entertain it but we're not getting a bowling alley unfortunately probably i know rude maybe an axe throwing place (laughs) (laughs) um well let's see oh this is eversource yeah eversource there was a long conversation because the new siting of their substation they um right now they're looking at fulkerson street or they own a piece of a piece of property on fulkerson street which is pretty uh, close to an elementary school and some residential neighborhoods and it's going to be pretty tall. Mm-hmm. So they're looking, they're currently looking for a new space for it. So there was a little conversation about that. Um, this is a little fun thing for people who like outdoor dining. Um, there was applications for Cafe Dupay in Kendall Square and Ann Pizza in Harvard Square to have patio seating. Have you been to either? Um, yeah. Okay. I've only, I have not been to Ann Pizza yet. It's so good. Is it? Yeah. It's like my go-to Friday night pizza. No way. Yes. You sit there and eat it. No. Okay. I don't go anywhere and eat pizza. (laughs) I eat pizza at my house (laughs) in front of my television with my family like a normal person. (laughs) No, I we it's like a Friday night pickup. Oh, huh. Maybe I'll have to do that. It's really good. It's like little personal pizzas. Okay. Oh, all right. Like you can eat like a half a pizza. Okay, I have to take my mom there. Oh my gosh, she love it. And then that milk is right next to the milk, milk bar. bar. Oh, mm-hmm. I do love milk bar. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been to cafe. I have been to cafe de Pays once. It yeah. was okay. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I like it's it good. inside. I'm a little curious about how the sidewalk cafe is going to be. We'll see. Yeah, but I like outdoor dining. Um, okay, and so there was also we want to talk about cannabis a little bit. Little yeah. Bit. So we had. Um, We've enacted a cannabis zoning ordinance which deals with the wear of adult use retailers. So now what we're grappling with is how to remedy the worst effects of the war on drugs and to ensure equity in the cannabis industry, which is why we are working on a cannabis business permitting ordinance which deals with the who. Uh, so the existing medical marijuana dispensaries, uh, RMDs for, for short, they want to convert to adult use recreational, but the council is also trying to prioritize businesses owned by dis advantaged communities who have been disproportionately harmed by the war on drugs. So, you know, there's a few uh, amendments at play. Councillor Simmons submitted uh, some amendments to help, um, so not not Councillor Simmons, myself, and Councillor Zondervan submitted uh, particular amendments to the Cannabis Business Permitting Ordinance to help economic empowerment applicants get a start. And then there were new amendments from Councillor Simmons uh, to establish a fund from the existing five RMDs that they would pay into uh, about one million each in two payments over 18 months. And so 
we we are, you know we the the, the amendments that Councillor Zonovan and I have, we are asking for a delay uh, of two years of the conversion from the existing RMDs to yes. adult use. Yes, and but the late there's Councillor Simmons has a this is I think the second compromise. I think mm-hmm. there was one compromise we discussed in early July, and then there was, for the July meeting, she introduced another one. Which had just different money and different scheduling? Yeah, so exactly. And so now we have another ordinance meeting on Wednesday at 5.30 to discuss the amendments that uh, Councilor Zonervan and I have, and then the compromise amendment as well. And then let's see what else happens. Let's see what happens. I feel like we're getting closer. Yes. That's the nice thing. Yeah. Is that I do feel like there's some movement there's been a lot of work put into this. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very, it, it, this is th- this is not happening anywhere else, right? And I think, you know, the fact that they have been willing to compromise is important. Now I think it's going to be, is that enough? Mm-hmm. You know, what does equity really look like? And that's a hard question to grapple with because we have a lot of people who, um, there's a lot of conflicting um, so there's some conflicting data. There's 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 a lot to think about. There is, I had a question about the fund. Who would administer that fund? So, because is it going to be like that community an, benefits fund? Right. We don't want it to be that because, we, you know, our listeners know that um, we both have talked about that in the past and how long it's taken. But we're figuring out, you know, it would be a nonprofit. But, oh, okay. So it wouldn't be a city administered no, fund? No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. I don't have to ask that question on Wednesday. I night. got you. <laughs> okay, good. Well, I'm I'm glad we're still talking about that. I do feel like I hope this is the last meeting. I really do too. I mean, we're running out of time. I it's feel like I know all of those people by name. Yep. And everyone come. I'm just so I'm glad for everyone's advocacy. But I just do want this. I I really hope that we get to walk I out of too. there with um a real compromise and like a path forward mm-hmm. that to vote exactly because yeah, it's been a it's it's gotten a little it's dicey. It's dicey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, one of the things that was on the agenda, which we didn't really talk about because it was 1147 <laughs> by the time we got to it, but I did, um, release the arts task force final recommendation report. It's a 40 something page report of all of the recommendations that came from the task force. Um, shout out to my council aide, Liana Ascalese for putting together mm-hmm. a beautiful report. It's so beautiful. It's really beautiful. And it was one of the things that we really wanted to make sure that it would be this living document that would actually reflect the fact that it was about arts and culture and that it would be visually appealing and easy to read and actually really detail exactly what we um, hope to accomplish. But um, so that is online. I th- I think I tweeted it out. I can oh, do that again. Yeah, yeah I'll re- retweet it. It's great. Yeah, it's a great report. And I look forward to, I was just re- just meeting with um, our deputy city manager and the um, Jason Weeks, so the Arts Council to really talk about some of the some of the orders that came back um, at the ju- at the July meeting that w- were need to be finessed a little bit. So we're working through some of that, and it's pretty exciting. So that that was that was one thing. And then you had a couple of you had a couple of orders. I didn't pull them, but I I, kinda, <laughs> I didn't pull them because it was so late, so late. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do this to people, but everyone else pulled theirs, and I was like, great. <laughs> anyway, this is, so I I've talked about them afterwards, but I one of the orders um was related to the Rinjab area. So I wanted to say I'm grateful to local advocates for continuing to direct attention to the current state of our streets, parks, and neighborhood spaces, particularly those that tend to be overlooked. And um, there's one area surrounding Ringe Avenue's western end 
Um, it's also the neighborhood I grew grew up in, where my brother and I spent many hot days playing in the the pool, the Francis McCracken is it McCracken pool? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, and so earlier, I don't know. We just called the Rinjav pool, pool and spa. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so the spa uh so i early in the summer i asked owen o'reardon uh commissioner of this dpw to take a walk with myself and my oh i saw those pictures <laughs> we had so much fun so myself cute. it was so hot and it was the day before he left for vacation and he's he's just such a good person and he came with um, speaks with that irish, irish lilt oh it's great um I hope he never listens to this. <laughs> I guarantee you he does not. I'm, thank God. <laughs> so he he and I and my legislative aide, we took a they we took a walk together and investigated specific locations that were in need of attention, you know, areas bordering the sidewalk that are overrun with weeds and litter and um, some graffiti uh, graffiti covers the the LOF Brook Parkway overpass pedestrian walkway and parts of the concrete railings that were crumbling. So for the, the meeting, on the summer meeting, I submitted a policy order detailing some of the potential solutions we discussed to improve uh, the safety of the area and add greenery and foliage to the landscape um, and asked uh, our, our city manager and the public works department to talk to the DCR, which uh, you know has under its uh, jurisdiction a lot of the parts of the parkway overpass. So I'm hopeful that uh, the North Cambridge community will see some positive changes. So, but part, part of what you're talking about is on Rinjav too, right? Yeah. So some of it's the parkway that, that overpasses DCR, but some of it's ours. So we'll do what we can on ours and then try to really work with DCR. It'd be so nice if Rinjav Avenue had a little spruce up. Right. Like some plantings. Like I even love, like, have you seen those um, planters at the base yes. of the trees with all the flowers and Ex- stuff? Exactly. Those are beautiful. Yeah. So we... Uh, they make a big difference. Yeah, they do. So we're going to, you know, in a few few weeks, hopefully we'll we'll get... A plan in action. And oh, look at you just getting it done. I was like, I want these right 14 now. 14 months later. <laughs> I know. Watch it be like, <laughs> hopefully we both have next terms. And I'm like, remember when I talked about that? It just got done. <laughs> uh, and yeah, then I had another order on um, kind of increasing funding to the multi-service center. And your report gave me some inspiration to, you know, well, to Sarah and I myself <laughs> to start. We're working on our report and coming up with the, the final release, uh, which will be sometime September. So Of what year? <laughs> <laughs> Just Too kidding. soon. Too, Too soon. soon. Okay, never mind. Well, never mind. T- we can tell you that joke later. <laughs> okay. And so that, so that was the summer meeting. <laughs> it was so long. Um, and then let's see. We had a um, affordable housing overlay meeting last week. On Thursday, which was another seven, it started at two and then it got over at 9 p.m. Oh, no, only because Stumble was like, I actually have to leave. I, I was think like, people were prepared to like stay all night long. It was I'm so great, glad. Though. I'm so glad you said that because I could not have sat there another minute. I like after there was some, you know, there was, some, there was a lot of arguing at that testing. point. I was like, Mr. Chair, I have to go. I have to go. I have to go. Yeah, I mean, seven hours later, nobody's doing their best no, work. No, no way. No. In that room, and we we're... It was freezing, too. Right. Every, it's like, I just can't. I can't mm. win. So, um, yeah, so what we did uh, at that meeting for seven hours is we went through all of the amendments that Councillor Zondervan, Councillor Carlone, the mayor, myself put in um, to try to see which ones could pass and which ones wouldn't pass, um, and we got about halfway through. Yeah. 
So we are meeting again tomorrow. Oh, and Craig Kelly had some on the floor. He did. Um, oh, that's true. I forgot. I forgot about this. <laughs> um, and then, so we were meeting again because we had to adjourn the meeting again. So we're meeting again tomorrow at noon. Noon. Noon in Sullivan Chamber, which I am told will not be super hot because it's supposed to rain, which is exciting. Um, but I'm imagining that will be another sort of seven hour ish meeting um, to get through the rest of what we were talking about. And then at the end of that meeting, I guess we will just decide whether or not to advance it to the full city council for September 9th. And then if that is something that we decide to do, then I think CDD has to like incorporate all of our amendments yeah. into the zoning and then place it on the agenda for September 9th. So, but we'll see. It's it's hard to know. It's been a little... Cr- it's I don't even... I can't even tell you which... I, I feel like we voted... We did a lot of voting up and down mm-hmm. on various things, but the fine... So it's going to be good amount of work and we have so many more to go we have so many more to go but i would say that most of them i was looking this morning most of them are counselor carlone's around design design guidelines and so the there was a few sort of at the end of the meeting that were like referred to the design guidelines so it'll be interesting to see what happens uh tomorrow to see if some of them stay in the zoning or if they will be referred to the design guidelines or, or what will happen so it may be quicker than seven hours but who knows um, but so anyways, if, if people are looking um, to come to that, it's Tuesday at noon, Sullivan Chamber uh, in City, squ- City Square. In City Square. In City yeah. Square. City Hall. Um, okay. And then l- let's see. What else? Oh, so now we know who's speaking of the elections. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everyone had to have their papers in by July 31st. So July 31st, it was a little bit like, who's going to who's gonna be in? Who's going to be in? And so there are 22 candidates for um, city council. And uh, in an exciting, interesting school committee news, there are now three uh, school committee members, current school committee members, who are not seeking re-election. So Patty Nolan, who is one of the city council candidates, Lawrence Kimbrough, and uh, Kathleen Kelly didn't mm-hmm. turn in papers. So three out of the six school committee members um, are not returning, So which really could shake things up. Um, and there's a couple of really great people, I think, that are have thrown their hats in the ring. One of them is a good friend of mine, Rachel Weinstein, um, who's a, who grew up here in Cambridge, who um, went through the Cambridge Public Schools and had a really amazing experience. It was She talks about it all the time. Um, and now she has a, a rising sixth grader who is an, an African-American boy, and she's had a very different experience in the Cambridge Public Schools. Um, kind of having her son go through and so it's opened her eyes in a in a way and she's been doing a great job advocating for her son and what she'd like to do is um, really take that experience and advocate for all of our kids so I'm really excited Rachel's um, jumping in the race and then there's a couple of other uh, women um, Aisha Wilson who I think we both met with who's wonderful works yeah for the, our workforce department yeah she she works at uh, the Cambridge Housing Authority uh, workforce development program and she grew up in Cambridge and grew up in Jefferson Park as a social worker yeah she's just she's great um, so I'm excited for her and then uh, somebody that I, I actually don't know but I know that everybody I know that is excited about her is Burnett yeah. Dawson yeah so I can't I can't believe I don't know her I know I met her briefly okay but she seems you great <laughs> no she's very nice good yeah okay. and I think you know I think she'd be great for this school committee yeah so i don't really know any of the other candidates but those are the ones that i yeah i think met with and know and yeah i think that's all i know too anyway so i think that that race could be really could overshadow ours a little bit because it's kind of hope it does (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> um, so we have an event tonight that we're co-hosting uh, with Councillor Simmons and school committee candidate Aisha Wilson, which is coordinated by uh, local Cambridge resident Maria Jobin-Leeds and your friend Diana Huang. Yeah. So the event is to introduce Cambridge residents to three women of color who are running for at-large seats to the Boston City Council. So Alejandra Sanguilen, uh, Julia Meja, and Priscilla Flint-Banks. So the event tonight, we're going to hear them all speak. Um, it's from 6 to 8 p.m., and we're both taking the night off from canvassing doors to support these three women uh, in their bid for their city council seats. So uh, Alejandra is the one that's sharing her council office with Michelle Wu and Kim Janey. It's kind of a first time ever people have really women have gotten mm -hmm. together and and shared resources um, to kind of support one another it's an interesting support model and i hope it's one that we see more of so i'm yeah. excited about that so we'll do that yeah we'll do that tonight. and uh i mean i just think it's so important for us to really i, I think about how often we work with the boston city councilors right. like especially the women you know if you it's everything we do is so regional whether it's housing mm -hmm. um with Lydia Edwards or, you know, Kim Janey's been, you know, a, cannabis, a yeah. cannabis, a role model in cannabis and everyone, they're all so willing to just pick up the phone and, and talk through some of these thornier issues that we're, it's not like we're uh, in two different countries. It, we're literally across the river. Right. And, uh, you know, if you have friends in Boston, please share information about these wonderful women. Yeah. We need, we need more women. We need more women of color. For exactly. sure. For sure. So Friday night, I don't know if any of you oh, have plans. Fun events. I don't, I, do I have plans? Sleep. Uh, <laughs> this so looks fun though. You should, you, you should go. Yeah. So it's the Central Summer Sizzle. Central Summer Sizzle. Block party. <laughs> and it's filled with live bands and DJs and live art demonstrations, local artisans and some great food trucks. And that's going to be um, at Laf Lafayette Park. From, from 12, 12 to, to 6. 6 on Friday. Fun. It's gonna be fun, super fun, and then Saturday, um, eight to eight on eight seventeen, <laughs> August seventh. <laughs> I can re I can read <laughs> from twelve to four. Um, that new chocolate shop uh, in Huron Village, E H Chocolatier, uh, at one forty five Huron Avenue, is having a pop up with Forge ice cream. That sounds so. Have good. Have you been to Forge? Uh, yes, so good, so good. It's owned, but there's some some f same folks who own Diesel. Oh, and, uh, in Somerville. Block. Block, uh, Block 11? Yeah. Oh, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, her name's Tyler. She's a range alum. So I met the woman who's the owner of EH Chocolatier, and she's wonderful. Yeah? Yeah, she's really great. She's really great. Um, I'm excited. That's It's such a good addition to that little neighborhood. And right. then there's the Food Check Festival on Sunday from 11 to 6 at uh, Central Square in the parking lot at 95 Prospect Street. So this is the second annual uh, Cambridge Food Truck Festival, and there's going to be over 40 of the region's top food trucks. There's going to be local artists, designers, and vintage dealers, uh, and it should be great. There's going to be grilled cheese, whoopie pies, so it's five bucks, uh, and uh, if you have children under 12, it's free. Oh my God, somebody at 6 p.m. try to find Michael Monastim and peel him off the ground. Is he doing this? <laughs> Central Summer Sizzle Block Party on Friday, and then this thing on Sunday. Looks like it. He could be dead, right? Michael, need a come vacation. on, you need a vacation. Yeah. Um, okay, so like we said, um, the meetings this week, tomorrow, August thirteenth, the third continuance of the affordable housing overlay meeting, and then Wednesday, as we were discussing earlier, um, is the cannabis business permitting meeting starts at five thirty in the Sullivan Chamber. I'm planning to bring my pajamas, um, so please. Same. Same. Send us a pizza. We're still waiting. <laughs> My, I actually, I have to say, in the last meeting that we had, 
Bob texted me. My husband texted me at like 10 o'clock. He's like, all right, I'm bringing you pizza. Aww. And I was like, that's okay. I was like, it's going to be over. Soon. Give me his number. I'm going to be like, yes, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> it's not okay. Bring a pizza. All right. So we'll listen, everybody. We um, we will be back. Yeah, we'll be back. In September. Yeah. And we hope you have a great rest of your summer. Go to all these events. Go to have fun for us. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Yes. Happy and safe Labor Day. Take yeah. care of yourselves. We'll miss Do you. Do some self-care. We'll miss you. And we'll see you in September. Yeah, see you then. Bye. Bye.